Microsoft, Meta, and what it means for work from home. This is Mac Voices. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by NordVPN. Get secure and private access to the internet with a special deal at nordvpn.com slash macvoices. This week's Mac Voices is supported by Collide. Collide is an endpoint solution that uses the most powerful untapped resource in IT, end users. Learn more at collide.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, we pick up where we left off with the panel discussing the Meta and Microsoft vision or their possible vision of the future of work, including work from home. Let's go back and let the panel do the talking. I mean, I'll, um, I'll be, oh, Dave? Dave, I'll be honest with this, with this announce, with this announcement is uh, enterprise is looking at this closely because, you know, I'm seeing it with the Microsoft Teams room devices that they're, they, they realize how important hybrid uh, hybrid meetings are at this point in time. You want to have more virtualization, vir- doing VR. I think this is this is definitely something that could happen. The article mentions onboarding, any HR functions. Those are usually an in-person type of of, of a situation. Well, now you got VR that, that could that could bring this into play. So I I definitely see the enterprise team. Uh, uh, businesses looking at this very closely to see how that would fit, you know, in their plans. Cause uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Well, it just, I mean, that means that when I'm right now, if I'm in a Slack meeting, excuse me, not a Slack meeting, a, um, a zoom meeting, I can turn off my camera. If I'm mm-hmm. going to be in one of these VR meetings, I'll just have to pay twenty nine ninety nine for somebody to make an avatar of me that, you know, <laughs> looks right. like I'm there and, you know, move for when on. you're not feeling it. I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah so, you know, I'm well, not sure to see. That's the part that I'm worried about is, is, you know, extrapolating out into the kind of nonsense that companies are going to try to impose on something like this and not just let people be, you know, in whatever state they're in, you know, like today not feeling it. I'm not going to have my camera on. I'll be there and I'm actively participating just because you can't see me, like, I'm not feeling up to it today, you know, maybe not. So, um, <clears throat> you know, and then, you know, spinning that out into accessibility things and uh, what it's like for somebody who maybe has a hard time being on camera for some reason or visually impaired people, like giving them more stuff that they can't see or that they cannot mm-hmm. see very well is not going to be a great situation for them because you're putting them right back where they were in the first place. You know, like, you know, you see story after story about, you know, I'm a person in a wheelchair and it never occurred to me I was going to have to tell them this because the only way to get to the office where my interview was was up a flight of stairs, you know, and like things like that are still happening now in the 21st century in years that start with two. So for, you know, so something like this, like where, working at home in whatever environment I want, whatever accommodations I need that I've put together for myself and whatever that looks like for every for every single person, it's going to be different. And now if you're telling me like, I have to be on camera all the time, I have to have some sort of avatar or whatever, you know, like that, that sounds worse than having to commute back into the office, you know? And, and so I'm, I'm really hoping there's a lot of pushback against 
um, imposing a bunch of regulations and stuff on having people work remotely because you can successfully work remotely without being able to do any of that stuff. I've been doing it for years. Absolutely. Jeff's been doing it for years. Andrew's been doing it for years. You know, wherever Jim mm-hmm. is, is ProView HQ. So, you know, he kind of gets a pass on that. It completely but, depends on a job. Yeah. Oh, sure. But there are a lot sure. of, but there are a lot of opportunities again in years that start with two. There are a lot of opportunities to have a job where whether or not you are in an, a building with other people who work for the same company is immaterial. Right. Yeah. But if you look at Dave and I in IT, most of it we could do from home, but some things it's impossible to do from home and you got to go. That's in, true. You got to do something. Yeah. So, you know, that's the kind of. I know. That's, that's why I have of, coworkers that are in person for on-site sorts of things where right, I am but, not. But they, but you can't say that you know they could do the that what they do from home, which they would love to do too because somebody has to be there. I, the last oh. job I got hired for, I had I was the on-site, the underground person. That was my role. Mm-hmm. So like by Kelly's friends. So uh, would I have loved it to be remote? Yeah. So uh, after I left, I got a remote job, and it's better, uh, and I love it. Um, but yeah. Some jobs you just you can't. It's a blanket statement to say everybody can work from home. That's yeah. no. That's, I'm saying there are a lot yeah. more opportunities than there used to be after we were forced, and a lot of people discovered people learned that it is in fact possible. To do it. Yeah, right. But you know, I go back to my wife again, who works. You know, you know, she makes a lot of money, as we said, but she also is starting to travel again a lot and starting to work mm-hmm. in the office a lot more too. She'll travel to London for like two or three days for a meeting. And I've had this argument with her for years and years. And she just tells me, I don't understand. And we don't is why, why are you spending, why is this company spending, you know, got X amount of dollars a lot to fly you to, to have, uh, you know, just to do everything you could do with a, 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 a computer and a monitor. Cause you're not, Build, unless you're they're building, touching, or doing something that you need to physically do, you can do it remotely for the most part. Yeah. And yeah. she's like, yeah. you don't understand, you know, and you know, you don't. There's a face-to-face concept that we don't understand. And uh, business, you know, and when you're dealing with financial and, and money and deals, you could you shake your head no, but you know. Warren, I don't think it's that we don't understand. I think it's just you, you, when you start doing a cost-benefit analysis of the the flight time to London and back, and how much time you're you know you're wasting, I think I think more than ever we've we've kind of started taking that into consideration a little more. Right, but Andrew, you want to, CEOs are making a decision saying, "Listen, it, it costs, you know, it costs the, the the risk of not doing this face-to-face interaction for us to lose X amount of money on whatever deal we're doing." exceeds the risk of working from home and that's, that's what they're doing every day that's not what, what i'm doing that's not what yeah. i'm talking about though no, when yeah, i talk I about working from I, home okay. yeah and and andrew or, sorry yeah andrew i want you in but warren uh, yeah look they're doing the, the calculation and if that's their calculation and they're calling the shots then they're going to fly their people around you know i right. i'm i'm with you i'm not sure the cost benefit calculation works for me but it works for them and so there you go andrew you went in and then jeff so just to go back to the original question, um, I agree with some of Warren's points about remote work, but how does 
the metaverse solve all of these problems? Because like Kelly established, all of us have so far been able to successfully work from home without the metaverse or a virtual reality, whatever they call it. Well, the idea would be to put more real life stuff that could go wrong and needs a human interaction with physically, virtually. And a good example would be a computer, right? So if you had these virtual reality headsets and within there, you could virtually go to a terminal and do work on this inventory system and then virtually move to the left and go on your email, then you got the, you got the human out of the way in that respect where a person has, doesn't have to plug in this person's keyboard. Okay. Um, I did want to mention that Webb um, early on agreed with David. Um, he says the corporate use is the driver. And yeah, I, I, I think mm -hmm. you're right. Jeff, you have thoughts? Uh, uh, yep, Dave nailed it. Uh, corporate use. And um, uh, the, the way this is coming together, well, on the surface, it looks like a really weird uh, partnership, you know, Facebook and Microsoft. But if you look at where Microsoft is right now uh, with their with their own VR hardware and where Facebook is with the whole uh, platform that they're building out, Microsoft gets to take advantage of the platform without having to do the investment that Facebook is doing. And Facebook gets the clout that comes along with having Microsoft using this as part of their uh, corporate communication structure. And uh, and my, my expectation is that this is not going to replace the daily meetings that uh, that companies have, and they expect all their employees to be sitting there at their desk wearing uh, uh, big clunky masks <laughs> and, and participating in, in a, a a daily stand up meeting. I yeah, mean, you know. I'm not that far the, off, dude. <laughs> well, I mean, having a mic interface or stuck on our head. Sure, that's kind of a step towards that. But having something that uh, that's like like duct taping a, a, a shoebox to your face. Well, that's what we're visioning now. That's that's not the that's not that the that's not, okay. That's that that's going off from, from where we're headed with with uh, with this, which is that this is going to be a tool where where uh, corporate users that need to have uh, remote communication where there are other types of interactions and in some cases are interactions we're not thinking about today mm -hmm. where where this can be done and um, um i i can see this is something where say you have remote marketing teams and they need to be dealing with graphics. They need to see how maybe the billboard that uh, that they're designing is going to look in each city at certain times a day. Now they can all participate in those types of meetings mm -hmm. and see the finished product as it will actually be on location at any time of day, any day of the year, before anything has actually been physically printed and assembled. I just say one last thing real fast is the what they're getting at. And the concept really is basically, if you know, you put these on and I don't need all the stuff in front of my face. That's the initial concept is basically I have these and I don't need these 
screens in front of my face. I could do everything with that. And that's, you know, again, that's what I think AR is what Tim Cook, that's, that's Tim Cook's AR future. And mm-hmm. that's, that's, but that's, that's not what this is. Well, you, right. we don't know what it is. I don't think yeah, you know uh, what, what we know is that it's meta with a uh, with an Oculus on your face. I mean, that that's literally what this is. And some people want that. And and to put that in combination with things that Microsoft does, like Office and Teams and, and games, then, you know, I'd be interested if it was done right. Jeff, I mean, how do you see this playing out, though? Do you see this? Because I've got some comments in the chat room I want to throw in in a second. But, uh, I mean, is this... Is is this oh boy? Is this good for the metaverse? Whatever that means, whatever it ends up being, um, is this partnership where we want to see this go? Um, well, I, I don't think it matters where we want to see it go. What matters is where Microsoft wants to see it go. That's what scares me. Um, and uh, well, that scares me less than where Facebook wants to see this go. So for Facebook, they they now get credibility and clout for a platform that people have been bagging on as uh, as worse than than we graphics, and uh, uh, and what Microsoft gets is a platform where I have a feeling they're totally pulling an Apple with all of this. They're letting another company do the investment, and uh, and they get to do the testing and see how it works, figure out what's right and what's wrong, and then do their own thing later, just as Apple has done. So, so in that sense, Microsoft is letting uh, Facebook, Meta, be their rocker. Um, okay, I got a lot of stuff here in the chat room that I think is important to get through. So just bear with me for a second, uh, panel. Um, Webb says, here's my problem with remote working. I find that remote work is a great benefit to the employee, but the employer is losing out on face-to-face mentorship. Mentorship, In other words, building for the future managers for tomorrow, which I think that's a really good point. Um, let's see, what else? Um Brett said, working from home only changes the fact that you have to be more deliberate in your interactions with coworkers. There are no chance meetings at the water cooler. Absolutely. Um, Brett also says um, you have to choose. You have to choose to reach out and have a one-on-one conversation. It's like scheduling yet another meeting, which nobody seems to be in a rush to do. I agree with all those statements. I, I think there's a lot of truth, but I also. I'm having some experience working in, in on virtual teams. And aside from the scheduling thing, um, and some of that is is alleviated by the um the uh, the asynchronous communication that's possible in Teams or Slack or something like that. I feel like we're all having to develop a new skill at work. And I don't think that's a bad thing. And I think this is something that managers need to look at it uh, this way. They need to build the skill of how do you be a a, a ver- remote manager? Mm-hmm. And what, do, what does that mean? And, you know, does does it mean once a month you're going to have an in-person meeting, if if at all possible? Do you have a once-a-year gathering where everybody comes on, on site somewhere for a week and hangs out and gets to know each other and gets that bonding time? I don't I don't know, but I feel like they're these are all experiments that are going on. 
Mm-hmm. And and this certainly was not intended as a just to end up as a discussion on remote work, but here we are. Um, yeah, I I I worked for a manager my entire career, my current employer. So I've always had a manager that was remote. So I've never had a manager that was that's been in the same office as me. I work in an office. I support people that are in this office. Have management that I support and work with those people. But I've never had a in the last twenty year plus years. I haven't had a, man, a my direct manager, you know, be in person. We would have to travel wherever location we would go. So. Mm-hmm. So it's and Kelly can probably relate to that because that's her 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 current role as well, and I'm I'm, the, I'm still in the same boat. So it's 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 definitely going to be something different. A lot of companies are looking at the fact that okay, they're being they're being lax about okay, we we kind of set a bit of a rule, maybe two or three days a week you come in the office, and then the two two days or three days a week you, you work from home. Mm-hmm. And it's some companies are being very strict about come back, we need you back, we want you back. Others are just being like, okay, it's working. Let's just kind of see how it goes and just don't announce anything. I have a question about that. And and I'm going to preface this with I'm not trying to do some setup to to uh, to make uh, smart ass <laughs> comments or anything. No, I am genuinely interested because this has never been my personal experience with office jobs. For people that are working in offices, for companies that uh, that are saying, we really need everyone that's been working remote to come back in, are people actually finding benefit to that? Because the well, like the, the water cooler meetings, um, I've never had an office job, and I've had several, but I've never had an office job where there was serendipity that that suddenly gave us this great thing or uh, meeting the right person at the water cooler or in the break room led to a discussion that had uh, real value for the company. Yeah, I mean, you is went, that you went really to a, a work, thing? Didn't you go to some work conference for the face-to-face for exactly this reason? No. That no, literally no. I went to that conference because the specific purpose was to have meetings. It was right. the specific but purpose w- of going to an office is to do your job. Mm-hmm. And when I worked in an oh, office WWDC to do my job, all the people that I was interacting with were mm-hmm. actually hindrances to doing the right. job because there were people that wanted to have all of these other interactions <clears throat> that were not actually related to to the job we needed to do. Going to WordCamp was completely different because the entire purpose of being there was to have interactions with other people outside of the workspace. Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by NordVPN. Get secure and private access to the internet with NordVPN. Do you want to watch sports or other online programming but can't because of region restrictions? Or maybe you are planning some travel but don't want to miss your favorite shows just because you're somewhere else in the world? Those are just two reasons among many to get NordVPN. NordVPN helps you save money as well as protect you from cybercrime. You can change your virtual location and sign up for subscription services via other countries and pay a cheaper price. For example, signing up to Netflix while virtually being in Mexico is much cheaper than in the U.S. or U.K. Also, you can book flights and holidays via another country and pay less. NordVPN essentially pays for itself with savings. And when you are away, you simply change your online location back to your home country and enjoy your favorite shows. And those are just a couple of the benefits of NordVPN. Grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash macvoices to get a huge discount 
off your NordVPN plan, plus four months for free. It's completely risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. That's nordvpn.com slash macvoices. nordvpn.com slash macvoices. Thanks to NordVPN for their support of Mac Voices. Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by Collide. Collide is a fleet visibility solution for Mac, Windows, and Linux that can help you securely scale your business. The challenge with endpoint security has always been that it's difficult to scale, and when remote work took over, that challenge got exponentially harder. You need visibility into your fleet of devices in order to meet security goals and reduce service desk tickets. But how do you get that visibility when different parts of your company run on Mac, Windows, and Linux? You get Collide. Collide is an endpoint security solution that gives IT teams a single dashboard for all devices, regardless of their operating system. Collide gives you real-time access to your fleet's data and can do things that traditional MDMs can't. And instead of installing intrusive agents or locking down devices, Collide takes a user-focused approach that communicates security recommendations to your employees directly on Slack. You can answer every question you have about your fleet without intruding on your workforce. Visit collide.com slash macvoices to find out how. If you follow that link, they'll hook you up with a goodie bag just for activating a free trial. That's collide, K-O-L-I-D-E dot com slash macvoices. Again, collide.com slash macvoices. Thanks to Collide for their support of Mac Voices. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it was, but, but this is just something that could happen outside or inside a workplace. I mean, that, I mean, just I have because, never experienced that. I mean, or, that's why either. I'm asking. I is have this a thing that really happens sure. for people all the time? Of, of 100%. In my okay. work life, have I been in a room where if I wasn't physically in that room, it changed some aspect of my career. Well, yeah. no, that, that's no, no, not no. really what Jeff that's, said. That's, that's not what I'm what talking about. About. Uh, no. Go ahead. I, I'm not, I'm not asking about, were you in the right place at the right time to have some career change? I I'm asking in your day-to-day activities in the office, are there these chance meetings that I'm saying, that, so I'm, I'm answering your question. Yes, okay, these, are, these are not organized meetings that I was in a room for because I was there. These are meetings at a water cooler or in a hallway or in, in a cafeteria. And, the, and these relate cafeteria. to projects that you're currently working Either on? Either projects or, or opportunities. I think I even, okay. I even got a like new position with the company because I ran into somebody physically. And they said, you know, we talked. And I, they said, oh, you're good. We should. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. So. Um, so it is a thing. It's just not a thing I have actually ever sure. experienced. And, That's because your which job is why I was asking. Not, you your job may not uh, involve that, but you know I think a lot of corporate places do. Now, you know, could there be chance meetings like this on Teams? Not really. I mean, we've tried. We actually just created a room. Um, it was my idea to create a room that was kind of like a BS room, so people could go in there and start BS with each other because. The whole concept is we're not doing that because we can't. Uh, we're not in front of each other. Jim? Warren, um, these uh, chance encounters that helped your career, mm-hmm. did they help the company? Um, maybe. Well, yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, I, I would like to think so. I would like to think whatever advances uh, they, they gave me helped 
them and didn't hurt them. I don't remember like, you know, destroying the data centers on the way out. Well, What's your, what do you mean particularly? I, I'm not sure what you're asking. Well, I, I, I'm just, you know, presumably like if you got a job that way, somebody else would have gotten that job. And, you know, that seems like a really ad hoc way to run a business. Well, if somebody happens to run, if somebody happens to run into Warren, then, you know, we're saved. Otherwise, our company's screwed. I'm um, 52 years old. Have I ever had chance encounters throughout my career? Yes. Sure. <laughs> but, you know. Has it happened recently? No. I mean, no. But, you know, when but, I was younger. But that's yeah. not what I'm saying. The point is. You know, what kind of a way is that to run a business that, you know, um, I, you know, it doesn't seem like a, a I mean, not that it's terrible, but it doesn't seem like something to rely on. And, and I, you know, I, I never said you're relying you know, on being anything. in person in an office. That means everybody can go around interrupting each other. Um, exactly, Jim. Exactly. Well, we did I hear too? <laughs> we do. Well, we let do. me. I've done both. So um, I've been a remote person and I've been a person who went to an office every day where there was a water cooler and sometimes people stood around it. And between the two, um, one of those remote teams was in fact with two other people who are on this panel right now. And I like to think that the three of us, A, worked reasonably well together and B, occasionally had the serendipitous chat where, uh, you know, over at, at TMO, something would come out of that. Um, that would be a really good topic for the podcast. That is a really interesting thing we should write up. That, you know, like, I mean, poor Andrew got roped into being on the podcast every Friday <laughs> because he kept rolling in and going, let me tell you what Facebook's up to now. <laughs> and I'm like, no, can we just shove it all to Friday so I only have to talk about Facebook once a week? And that was the start of Security Friday. And yeah, literally, I, that that's literally precisely how it came about. But we we had that chat every morning. We got together. TMO had a meeting at nine a.m. Eastern. No, nine a.m. Nine a.m. Pacific. Holy Kelly. Yeah. Uh, specify that you say a meeting. That's mm -hmm. not a, you're not talking about a physical meeting. Heavens no. Although right. we did okay. that too. Just want to be sure that so, everybody understands no. that we're talking about a virtual yeah, meeting. Yeah, we, we got yeah. together. Um, it was Skype and then it was Zoom. Uh, I think it was Skype. I don't remember where we started, but we used to do it. You know, it was it was an on-camera in-person thing every morning. Um, and we sat down and we would chat. And like through we're the tense. pandemic, it was really nice to have that in-person interaction with with people for, you know, 15, 30 minutes a day, I still got to talk to somebody, even though, you know, it's day 27 in the house and I'm climbing the walls a little bit. Like mm -hmm. I still got to like, you know, tell Andrew to get off my lawn and, you know, Jeff reminded everybody he wasn't wearing pants and then it got awkward, you know, like I was still <laughs> getting to have those valuable inter interpersonal moments, regardless of where we were. And then uh, once at Mac Observer, we did all get to, we did all get together. Um, we did um, uh, we all went to Breckenridge, mm -hmm. Colorado, and hung out for a while, and and that was a really fun stretch of time to get to do in person. Can and I ask a question? part of well, anybody... on, part of my job now is hang I on. go regularly and will interact with people in person. I was supposed to be doing that, but I got my job in February of 2020, about an hour and a half before the world fell apart. So 
I'm going to start going back there regularly and being in person and getting the FaceTime that Warren is talking about. What I have found in reading a lot of the stuff where people are waving their hands and screeching about everyone having to go back into the office is that it's not management that are the people that want to say this. This is the thing I said in the chat room. It's middle management. When the bulk of your job is being seen by other people in the company, walking around and making sure that everybody's doing what they're supposed to be doing, that job is evaporating when nobody's all in the same place to see you walking around and bothering other people to make sure they're on task. So those folks are the people who are the most concerned when they're the people who aren't actually doing a job when their whole job is walking around, making sure everyone else is doing it. You know, if you're basically a grown up hall monitor. Well, that's your job. And that's so is that a bad is that a good thing losing cutting jobs for middle management? I I don't. Yes. Yes. It is. Yes. Really? Yes. Well, Warren, 100%. Why is middle management there? I mean, what are they doing? Because it has it, it has They're developed not into doing something. anything, and they don't want anyone to find out. Yeah, this is Kelly, my point, Kelly. Let's not let's not go that far. You know, they they do something. I think the point is that as a percentage, and and listen, we're we're all shooting from the hip here because it depends on your company. But and position. thank you, Jeff, and the people in the job and all of that. Yes, right. yeah. That. But again, there's seven of us that are tech forward. All right, we spend our life trying to push tech to do things that could do, be done differently. That's right. what we do. All right. So the population in the world, you know, will tell you that for the most part, their job cannot operate virtually completely. Right. And I get that. Reasons. And but also, reasons. right. But there are well, a whole I, lot of people who discovered in the last couple of years that they yes. could work from home and it was effective. And I'm not paying 10 or 15 or $20 out for lunch every day. Right. I'm not paying for all the gas to drive to the place. I'm not spending all the time going it's, there and back. It's starting to revert is what I'm saying. And what I'm saying is it's starting to kind of get to the, I mean, you saw it with Apple, you see it with Google and they keep trying right, to bring people back. It's starting to revert and try, you know, cause I think managers, as you said, are having a hard time managing this way. And managers have more pull and more voice than we do. And if they're going to come to their boss and say, listen, I don't know what my team's doing half the time because, you know, they're not here. And they go to Tim Cook and Tim Cook say, you're right. You can't do this like this. Let's get them back so you can at least see what they're doing. Jim, you want you want in and I want to get the chat room back in. Oh, well, um, I think that you know, for workers whose work is around information, uh, they don't have to, you know, why should they have to be in person? And, you know, I mean, if you're hands on a factory line or if you're, you know, a plumber or whatever, well, you've got to go to work right? Uh, because that's your physicality. But there's a huge percentage of the workforce now is just about managing information mm-hmm. um those, those know, jobs were not, virtual i mean they've been huh? virtual even be, they were virtual before the pandemic most of them too most programmers developers before I, i'm not just talking about programmers for example my financial analyst he, he worked in an office and the last you know couple of years he hasn't and i don't i don't know if he's ever going to go back or not but i don't see why why would he need to there's mm-hmm. absolutely no reason for that um, um, 
so it's it goes way beyond the tech industry. Yeah. Um, it's you know H HR payroll uh, advertising design you know anything that's not your hands are doing something with something physical and I I think you know if if managers are all they're doing is being hall monitors absolutely they should be gotten rid of you know I mean that's a, a, a even before I mean that's not the job of managers the job of managers is to facilitate the people um, that work for you know under them and uh, you know enable them to do their job in in the best way um you know a good good manager is going to facilitate that um and and that you know i don't see why that couldn't you know be done remotely for at least for information kind of work and in some ways that it's probably better because it requires more thinking about you know like i i think people hide on you know in the past uh around looking busy so you know ultimately um you know results out you know if you're if your department is getting the job done then you know maybe it's harder to 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 hide that oh before you could just hide like oh look i'm running around looking busy you find tricks of how to look busy remotely believe me yeah i do it all the time Well, well, sure. Like, I mean, and people, call Warren's boss. People, <laughs> well, I mean, that, when you're working, we'll send this do. tape to his boss. People, people <laughs> but, but it's true. If there's things the that system. you're not doing, you want to, right. You want to yeah, give people, the impression, you want to give the impression to your company that you're doing something when you're not. And you're going to do that whether you're physically in the office or as I'm finding out, if you're not in the office, because, you know, they see that. And there's ways to, there's ways, to, you know, I could go but on there, a there was, site. Uh, I there was go plenty. On, there was plenty of that. When people were in the office, my dad used to complain, you know, about that, you know, there was all these people um, that just read the newspaper. And sure. then when somebody showed up, they managed to look busy. And now they um, can do it in their this, home without this, anybody watching this, them do that. And this was in the, yeah, but they did it for years. Um, they're still you know, there, there's, you know, many stories in the programming world of somebody, you know, like being two years into a project and then finding out that nothing had been done on the project at all. Mm -hmm. Um, That happened all the time. And this was way before work at home. As you can tell, the conversation about working from home really heated up with a lot of different opinions and positions. And it spilled over into the next edition of Mac Voices, where we wrap that up and also talk about the price increases for some of Apple services. That's all next time on Mac Voices. I hope you'll join us then. Until then, and as always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.